Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 143. Let's split up, gang. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. Uh, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Bath, and viewers like you. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for joining us every time. <laughs> it really does mean a lot to us. We appreciate you guys being here. Thank you to everybody who's subscribed, following, hanging out, chatting. Uh, again, because I'm remembering it now and I'm going to keep harping on it, go check out Wards and Witchcraft because this time I actually remembered the freaking name. They're the other guys putting on a mage uh, YouTube thing. They're just starting on 2E the way we were. So be fucking nice. Uh, don't try and tell them what they did wrong. A, they're... Storyteller is in our Discord, so if they have questions, they'll ask. And also, we're IMing and going back and forth. And <laughs> dude, Cosmic Cassidy is like the coolest thing. Like, oh, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hang on, <laughs> just come alongside. Let's let's just do this together, man. Don't don't be like that. So, uh, but yeah, and it, yeah, trust me. They'll let they'll figure out the rules on their own, and they are coming from one E. So, because uh, I watched their first, they already episode. know more than we did. Well, I, I was watching their their first episode. They're like, "That's going to be a minus two reach penalty," and I went, "Oh no, hang on!" And so, yeah, uh, I was like, "Hang on, which rules are you guys using?" And so they're they're making the transition over to over to two E. So, yeah, be nice. They're figuring out the rules the same way we did a uh, year and eight months ago. Wow. It's really been that long. It's been that long. <laughs> it's back, yeah, March. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So it feels anyways. like so much longer, though. 2020, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> the year that does not end. It's um, like 300 years ago. Yeah. I was talking to my friend whose wedding I went to in February. <laughs> I was like, oh, still? yeah. I just remembered that you got married this year. Just this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching this somehow in 2025 or something, and how you're bad, watching if, this in the aftertimes, right? Yeah, all record exactly. of our struggle has been lost. It, it really was this bad. Uh, sorry, got <laughs> sidetracked. Thank you, everybody who supports us on Patreon. Uh, Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Algos, Bernie, Blasphemer. Haha. Uh, that's Blasphemer as in the bone. Eh, okay. Uh, Blood Angel, uh, Brandon, Doc, Emil, George, Jack, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Cat Feathers, Crazy Man, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Noba, The Other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Rovescrad, Ryan, Sebastian, Sinna, Terry, the almost formerly deceased Mr. Graves. Nice. Uh, Thomas, Ususama, Vortex, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us and hanging out and supporting us. Um, it means a lot to us. Um, and it's, I mean, like we said, a year and eight months, really. And you guys are here supporting us. And like, this is far more than we ever imagined. Uh, so it's very, very cool, uh, to be doing this with you guys. We appreciate it. Um, cool. And, uh, I do new names in chat that I'm not recognizing. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's always cool to see. Um, when we last left the cabal, uh, if, if you haven't caught it on YouTube, Ashes of the past. Um, uh, yeah, um, we tied up some loose ends uh, thanks to a little hint from Moonkeeper. Also, hang on, because Songbird was over there grooving. Everybody, please acknowledge that 
Chris has got set up with with a new DSLR and he looks super fancy. And now clearly I need to upgrade my setup. Um, so, yes, um, I found the one spot on my desk that this will work for. <laughs> uh, of course, it means that you have that kind of like crink in your neck the entire time. Uh, well, if you want to look at the camera, but uh, should we switch to? <laughs> no, no, don't. <laughs> it was cooler the other way. <laughs> Everyone only stare at your cameras. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh Lord. Uh, no chat please do not everybody switch to prank names it's funny when only a couple people do it <laughs> that said april 1st you have my blessing everybody go change your name for a silly prank thing anyways um moonkeeper basically showed up and said the future fucking sucks you guys need to fix some shit yeah. i'm out no he said the future fucking sucks it's your fault yep. preemptively clean up your mess you shitheads also, that. <clears throat> that that's uh, words interpretation, anyway. Sure. Um, and it was uh, a Dragon Ball Z. In my timeline, you all are dead. <laughs> uh, and Weird and Songbird both looked at each other and said, "Well, we were really busy for the past like eight to twelve hours." Atratus, she's like, "I was fucking sleeping." Cool. Volunteered. Boom. And <laughs> sent back to the past. To undo the evil that is Aku. Sorry, I've been on a marathon recently. Uh, I mean, it was also kind nice. of my fault, so. A little bit, yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, Perry is pointing out, oh, April 1st is the Thursday. Okay, then do it on April 2nd. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, undid the 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 boo-boo of letting some sleep sleeper seer bodies get out from under their control which could be resurrected by, you know, a mage just like Atratus. Um, so quick little fix there. One body literally getting zapped on Tassos's, is it an operating table? I guess it is. Uh, examination table. Uh, the other having to be located via scry, which also revealed the unlife of Cynthia, uh, Graves's paramour partner. You guys never really found out it's complicated it's very complicated uh and so songbird just oh yes yes you're trying to resurrect mr graves yes yes just lean back a little <laughs> bit more sweetie uh, and woofed. <laughs> clear the blast zone and goodbye to mr graves hopefully for the last time um but you know mages can do dumb shit um and then uh Basically, actually, I think we ended with the Pretty big much left boom. On that. Yeah. And so that's kind of where we left off, which I guess basically lets us immediately swing into that afternoon. OK, now back to the whole reason we were getting together to begin right. with is so this grimoire. Mm -hmm. Let me sit down. I am staring at the door. <laughs> Make sure nobody else is coming. And seems so. All right. All right. So we need to contact Zulius. There's a knock at the door. No. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 Son of a bitch. No. Yeah. Um, and because uh, at this point, Nako and Network are completely caught up with the situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Judd obviously knows what the hell is going on. Titus. Yeah. Titus has been here. As basically as long as anybody else, uh, mm, in right. one way, or, one way or another. So yeah. So, 
we need to be a lot more careful about loose ends if we're going to be thwarting uh, Archmage or Archmage adjacent individuals. Yeah. Kicking in an Archmage's door and robbing them. Presumably he won't actually be there, but... Presumably he won't actually be an Archmage. Sure. They only purport to be Archmages. Fingers crossed, but you know. Like, by definition, to be an adamantine, adamant sage, you have to have, like, all these qualifications, but not all of them do. Right. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, politi- <laughs> politics are a thing. Uh, yeah. So, and, yeah, and, and while it's less of a thing for pentacle uh, mages, uh, within the series, it's very common to obfuscate exactly how good you are at this thing or that thing. Don't show your weaknesses. Don't reveal all your strengths right. uh, because they do a lot of the back savvy stuff. As we have seen and assisted. Yep. Participated in. <laughs> okay, so we just gonna like text them. Now, to give you guys a quick like meta out of character reminder, Atratus can obviously just do perfect recall and remember this anyways. Um, Zolius basically told you that when you want the location, he can give it to you, but it wasn't necessarily going to be a like ongoing thing uh, where he can constantly keep you updated on it. Mm-hmm. Now that said, you know, basically following up with him and being like, Dude, they're both dead, and I've made sure that they're not coming back. You know, and just kind of marking it down as you now officially owe us, you know, or what have you, uh, or even, you know, pumping him for other information. Yeah, basically, he can give us information that is good right now. So. Or we'll get back to us shortly with the information we need. But, but yeah, we might it might have a short fuse or a very short expiry yeah. date. Contacting him will be a when we are ready to go. Then. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, do we have a plan of attack beyond just show up? It'll be like we've been to several of these places before, and it's basically just like a warehouse ish. Like, whatever the building actually is, it's the function is serving as a warehouse of different artifacts. But we can expect if there's actual, if it's a live one, that there'll be more protections in place. And probably beefier guards than the, in addition to the regular security component. The other thing to remember is you're talking about the Panopticon. So by default, space is going to be involved. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, where ends up being a little bit of a misnomer. Mm-hmm. Teleporting doors. Like it might even be that the location we get is just how we access the iris to get to wherever the population with the things are or whatever. That could be too. I mean, that's actually, I mean, when you guys went to go kill graves, that's what you mm-hmm. found was. Oh, yeah, they're set up here. Well, it's actually a bunch of portals to other places. Okay, so prepping for fights. Yep. 
Yeah. And, and leaving no traces. I mean, I don't see why we need to leave no trace. They already know we have the others. If this one gets attacked and stolen, they know who took it. Network like, points out that actually brings up two questions there. One, if we have the four of the five that they're looking for, why haven't they come for them? Besides Zolius's bullshit. Um, and then also, if we do get the fifth one, like, how do we secure these? Because again, then we have all five, and what are those five going to do? In civilization, maybe? Oh, it's fine. I mean, uh, I think our current strategy has been to just sort of sequester them with various orders. Like, not have any one group be responsible for all of them, but like, you take care of this one. And then. The arrow still has the one that Mashta originally stole. Hmm. Yep. The, uh, Razan's the Codex. Uh, has Judd? Sort of. I mean, currently sitting He's here. He's a person. Right. He and can then come and go as he pleases. The other two are basically behind a wall somewhere in the rookery. Here, yeah. That is a good point. Maybe we're lower on the priority list. Maybe these things really aren't that great. <laughs> Been wasting our time. <laughs> I mean, it also just might be that they feel relatively comfortable coming and getting them. Not yeah, really in a hurry for it, but yeah. Every time that we've interacted with any of them, they have underestimated us and they have failed. And yeah. Oh, you cut out. And they have died. Mm hmm. But yeah, I could definitely buy them just sort of going, like, oh, how nice. You've gathered them all for us. Handy. Mm -hmm. With the attitude of when they want them, they can just come get them. Like the only the only seer that's like fully taken us seriously was Abaddon, and he like Tired as us. soon as as soon as we were done with our like deal, got the fuck out. Which I mean, definitely leans into you know not speaking his network, but I mean that's that's seers kind of in a nutshell. They think yeah. they're the best. They have access, you know, especially right. prelates where they're like, hey. I really, really Sky need Daddy gave me these toys. Yeah. You know, uh, heck, when the uh, Paternoster showed up, they were flaunting two different oh, artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little worried about the whole ending civilization. Bringing them all together because we don't know what that will do. Yeah. But at the same okay, time, I'm fine. super curious about. Yeah, because we just, we've Slam established. Slam the bad boys together, crack them open, drag the A beats out. We've established that we can't actually um, study what they do until we do have them all. Right. So, so far, uh, you know, for those of us, you know, joining late, the four of them seem to have connections, but you can't really 
even notice that they are connected until they're near each other. Um, individually, they are just grimoires that have a bonus they're reach. Nice grimoires. And, uh, hmm? Oh, yes, they're nice grimoires, yeah. Uh, you know, plus one potency and a uh, free reach and uh, scale. Uh, but otherwise, you know, they're just normal grimoires and at a glance, they don't even look similar. Uh, the only thing that you guys have noticed is that there seems to be a particular Archmage signature Nimbus on them as well as the uh, veiling on the entrance to El Dorado. And the touch of five different supernal worlds. Mm-hmm. Or four so far, but... Yep. It turns out the fifth one's just another fucking Arcadian. And you're like, wait, hold on. What, what has happened here? <laughs> Lies. You find the fifth one and realize, oh shit, there's five more of these. And that's how oh, we no. start this Please, season. No. Yeah, no. Please no. no. I still think we need to be careful about leaving no traces because there's a difference between knowing who's responsible and having sympathetic connections to who's responsible. Right. Okay. Well, and that and that's a very easy thing for death. Without a trace, literally does that. Mm-hmm. You'll shed nothing. Don't like leave your soul stone there. Listen, it was that one time. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Which, so. w- when you mentioned actually making, uh, you know, not leaving a soul stone, Nako goes, oh, right, I got distracted. That's a thing I'm going to be working on this afternoon. Um, yeah. Like Mayan Grimm? Supe, hmm? his death god. Yep. And not technically a supernal, but follows some rules of a supernal. Um, but is definitely not actually a supernal being that represents some kind of supernal concept brought down. Mm-hmm. It's a super golem. Oh, so that was in Peru. Yep. And actually, well, I was going to say unrelated to the Grimoire, sort of unrelated to the Grimoire. That's where the Grimoire ended up, but... And that's one to still fucked. Yeah, that's that's still another so one fucked to, up. That's another one to run uh, run your noodle over of like, wait, hang on. Judd ended years up ago. there. Eight hundred years ago. Was it supposed to end up there, or did he just happen to end up there? Did he say someone sent him? He didn't remember. Uh, I mean, he he remembers exploring the area. And then finding himself down and face to face with Supe, and Supe said, "Oh, perfect! A judge, Pl- plop. You work here now. Those. Yeah, I'm now not going to yeah. let you die." <laughs> hey, did you ever you fix all those people that were in cold storage down there, or are they still there? All no, no. It's okay. an ongoing project. Okay. I figure it's probably a lot of um. Mental magic that I'm not really happy with, but is necessary to make them functional people in modern society. Yep. Um, And in my head, it's one of those things that there's probably some folks, because they're all more or less 
either from that area or there's some like conquistador types um, mm -hmm. and that you've possibly been working with um, Alejandro um, and kind of using that to kind of nudge them into society um, because at this point um, if they weren't sleepwalkers before they probably are yeah. now <laughs> That's, well, yeah I was figuring they were all going to end up as if I mean could they have awakened uh, it if Without, their brains broke badly enough. <laughs> potential awakenings, potential banishers, uh, probably some deviants coming out of the mix. Um, and then, you know, some just kind of because they've been affected by so much magic coming out as sleepwalkers without having yes. an awakening, you know, all sorts Dude, of... Though it all be at least sleepwalkers. So yep. the magic community in that area could kind of also help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in short, we didn't want to put a big focus on it, but they're being taken care of. Hmm. This. Grimoire hunt plans? And uh, a thing I will bring up um, is that also, like, researching about this Archmage, about the, the armory, the vault itself, to figure out, like, because it's... It should be very obvious. It's not just the grimoire in there. Um, right. So what other stuff is in there? It's like, hey, listen, if we're already going in, um, you know. Uh, I didn't get to loot Graves Spirit Castle. Mm -hmm. I'm looting. We chose not to loot. Tetrarch's vault. <laughs> right. We chose not to loot Graves Spirit Castle. Right. Um, and then uh, uh, also, um, yeah, the vault, the contents of the vault, and then seeing if you can figure out who this archmage is and what kind of information is floating out there just to have some sense of, you know, what is going on. And I haven't seen Chris. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I was like, Chris warned us that he might, might freeze or, or break. So no, he's back. No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> that um, might be a good astral exploration avenue to take. Hmm. Finding more about the archmage might doing that astrally might be worthwhile. Yeah, because, uh, you know, in the Tomenos, if two people have talked about it, it's out there. Mm -hmm. How connected it is to other realms, how secure, how, you know, whatever. That's a whole other thing. But, you know, Songbird is out there at this point. The Rookery probably exists out there, um, uh, especially within the uh, considering what Network has been doing and setting up the fact that the Rookery is a secure place for supernatural folks. You know, it definitely, there is somewhere the rookery in the astral and then, yeah. Birds. Lots of birds. <laughs> Many birds. So do you guys have a particular first step? More of a last step kind of person. Um, I like the idea of trying to see what we could find out about what the I guess the Tetrarch of the Panopticon? No. Uh, it He's only like the head a, of the Panopticon. Right. He's one of them. So you can figure out what this guy has. Yep. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't have to come up with how you would find that. <laughs> That's up for you. <laughs> um, don't have my Gregor dots. <laughs> Because my Athenaeum's not great at, like, this. 
Um, well, we know who really doesn't like the series and might have more information about them. The Free Council. Yeah. Don't you have a friend there? Mm-hmm. We also have an apprentice there. Perfect. Yep. And there's also, you know, the uh, the biggest Free Council cabal you guys know, uh, who kind of sort of owes you a favor, but not really. I mean, we did kind of set loose a bunch of messed up spirits and werewolves on them. No, oh, I no. wasn't even talking about that. Because founding that, uh, fathers. Yeah, the founding fathers. <laughs> Over in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need that to go on your line, but thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I like good. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, I was just thinking I like the idea of looking into the stuff. Because my whole, I still do have an obsession. I haven't gone after it in a long time of like gathering things for the Mysterium. Basically being a magpie for the Mysterium. I'm just like fun new mysteries. Look, make me smart and I'll go to Philly. We could all go. I mean, yeah, but splitting up for different research purposes seems... Fairly safe, so long as everybody keeps a cell phone handy so they can call weird. And weird can go, you're in a problem? (laughs) Tank, I need an exit. Yeah, Yeah, Um, you can do that. Yeah. So Songbird goes to Philly. You talk to your apprentice. And the local free council, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like I'm probably closer with Factory. Mm-hmm. Not as... I mean, there's a difference between a student and, you know, your moral like someone counselor. I chat with and hang out with, yeah. Right. No, I'm no mind major. Maybe network can give me a hand in the Astral. Go to the Temenos. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if nothing else, just scouting it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is network down for that? Split the yes. party. <laughs> sure. uh, and, and network and no, no, network is a mind mage. Yeah, like the Tomatoes, the Astral. That's that's his shit. Um, so absolutely. Um, that's good because I wanted to talk to him anyway about that sort of stuff. Cool, cool. Um, Preto. So yes, thirty minutes in, the Cabal has completely split the party in three different directions. It'll be fine. Oh yeah, uh, and fortunately, you know all the. It's much easier to do that in TNT because uh, I don't have to worry about accidentally killing any of you because hopefully you all are just doing research. And while researching mage can be dangerous, not necessarily super threatening. Uh, cool. So just how um, smart are you making uh, Songbird? And also, why are we making Songbird smart before going to Philly? So he can communicate intelligently with the founding father. Yeah. Like investigation good. dots or yeah. academics dots or something. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Well, I or a cult. <laughs> I have zero um, dots of investigation. Oh. Or cool. academics. Um that's a whole different spell then. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean it works both. exactly the same. Uh and here's the trick. Because you could cast Mid-domain. them both as a combined spell. And you can get to buff both because you're not each spell has say you have four potency. 
That's four attributes and four skills that you're increasing. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we mentioned earlier today in Discord chat, listen, Mastigos aren't necessarily know-it-all charming bastards, but they can be. (laughs) They can always choose to be. Yep. Songbird screaming, smart me. I can't tell if that's a verb or an adjective. I think it's a verb. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I think I'll give you investigation, really. And uh, I want to increase an attribute. Mm hmm. And that'll just be in uh, three dot mind spell. Uh, I'll mind. mind. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I was going to. I want to call it hone the mind. <laughs> hone the mind. I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I was going to increase int and uh, investigation. I don't think I reach matters. And not if you're uh, casting in your, in your domain, which, again, I will remind folks, we are definitely doing this wrong, uh, yeah. but we will continue to do it wrong for the rest of the Chronicle. There will be no mercy in the next Chronicle. Okay. These are both potency spells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are four? Because you have mine four. By default? Okay. Um... I will do a minus two, so you can get five dots. And durations. Yeah, I was doing... Um, uh, does it give a minus four for a week? Minus four for a week, yep. Mm-hmm. Scene, day, week, month, year. Mm-hmm. At Friantras, I have my... God, I died thinking. Um, the Abnantinic Soulstone for three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm fucking with brains, which is well, what they do. I mean, it's a Soulstone, so. Yeah. Um, it's also a fitting Soulstone, though. Um, uh, shed a name. And we can get one more for like a one. Um, um, actually, I think there might be an Ebon Phoenix. Uh, let's see here. The domain is plus three. Oh, actually, uh, does that work on domains or just verges? It's from our sanctum. Marriott. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. So that's eight, which counteracts my minuses. What's that number? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, my second monitor cuts off the bottom of the screen if I don't have it maximized. Uh, nine. Uh, three successes. Three. Cool. So you have five dots in um, investigation and five in it. And that's five additional. Yeah, I guess but I could you, use the reach to let you go over five. So. It doesn't matter. It's not over. Because he has higher gnosis, so his 
max oh, values. Right. You can go to six and without there being a problem. Yep. It's a little silly. Um but hey, well, this doesn't like smart slumber doesn't necessarily have more knowledge. They just have the capacity for it. Hang on, let, let me let me open this book here that I've got about vampires. Let's see here, because they they have descriptions of what happens when you start getting into uh, six dot stuff. I want to bring back the smart bird um, name. Smart bird is pretty great. It's just. You're like unnaturally weird. Yeah. Slowing her mind down to talk with others is boring and dispiriting. <laughs> She's an expert in her field trying to explain to a layperson if a layperson were particularly recalcitrant animal. It's like mage on crack. Uh, it's Teravangian. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes, very good stuff. Um... And yeah, and no paradox there either, too. So um, cool. Um, good. Yeah. Um, all right. And then um, Songbird heads off to Philly. Um, any particular train. travel method? Um, probably a train. Okay. Like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. Um, I was just more mundane or magical. Um, it's like, thanks, guys. All, all brained up, ready to go to school. Uh, hops, on, <laughs> hops on a train, heads out. Um, uh, Atratus has the most mundane of things, literally just calling up factory and saying, okay, let's have a meet. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then uh, <laughs> as as Atratus leaves that way and Songbird leaves that way, weird Nico and Network are like, all right, cool. Deco's like, I need to go pick an object, so I'll be back. And she's just <laughs> gone, probably to go raid her home to find something that really means something to her. Um, and then uh, Network and Weird are sitting there looking at each other and going, okay. Astro? Yeah, we we want to do this now. You said? Now it works. Cool. Um, and he uh, you know, walks over to you know, the little room that uh, actually, I guess, has grave soulstone and soul in a jar, um, probably locked up and hidden away. Um, and uh, he drops into, uh, actually, he's, he like settles into a uh, meditative uh, stance and kind of looks over at you and says, um, your place or mine? Uh, let's go to yours. All right. Uh, just a little, little grin. Small part of Jimmy inside. He's been waiting <laughs> yeah. to say that. We <laughs> wanted to see this for a long time. Um, so he uh, he motions, uh, you know, for you to sit across and says, all right, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll meet you there. And you just watch as his whole body just slackens and he is instantly into meditation and right into falling into his thing. You do get a whiff of your peripheral mage sight. Uh, he's basically using mind spell for... Mm-hmm. Dropping into lucid dreaming and then right into his own heroes. Um, and oh. you can go ahead and uh, roll, roll resolve plus composure real quick. We'll just see how long it actually takes weird to get there. Stop, stop. She's shredding a napkin. 
<laughs> oh no, not the net. Paper must die. Yes. Uh, so with three successes, uh, Weird takes the full hour to properly center herself and step into the Oneros and onto her astral path. And as you do so, you feel the just draw of uh, networks, Oneros kind of reaching out, just this inviting hand. You could easily just bypass and go to your own, but obviously the plan is to be there and mm. just follow along. And you move from, you know, bramble uh, and thorn, you know, not quite jungle, but heavy forest of the, the acanthus path and onto uh, networks, which is heavy tar asphalt street that just kind of falls off and, you know, ruined burning buildings beneath um and then step through into um uh his oneros uh and you find J jimmy network uh standing you know looking much like uh morpheus um the the glasses are on the jacket is on the full thing he goes welcome weird i've been waiting like seriously what took you so long <laughs> I got here as quick as I could. Okay, sure. Uh, and like immediately just watch as he just shifts and is basically wearing exactly what he had been wearing earlier. Uh, definitely get the idea that like between being a Mastigos and just network himself, like his Oneros and this astral self thing is just not natural, but he's worked on it. And he's like, guys, hey, check this out. Like, I'm like, I'm cool, right? This is, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like a poser. <laughs> uh, but uh, basically kind of extends his hand to you and walks into the dream vestibule. World. <laughs> um, and it is uh, a almost exact replica of uh, Grand Central Station. Um, and uh, from here, uh, he looks about and says, we can have a little walk around and, you know, talk some other time, but we have something to do. But I know you like Oniro's stuff. So, you know, we can we can arrange, a, you know, we'll we'll visit each other's and we'll, you know, swap some stories and we'll, you know, get to know each other. Because I know mind magic isn't quite your thing, but, you know, Oniro's diving, you know, Oniro's diving. That's the term we keep using, but I guess it works in character. Um, yeah. You know, OK, you know, we can we can do that sometime if you're interested. Um, yeah, um, I'm also interested in going deeper. How so? Um, well, there's this, this, um, I, I can't remember if we told him about it. There's this tear that moves around that leads right to the astral from the physical. So it's possible to transport yourself physically into the astral. That sounds like a really bad idea. Yes, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Yeah, okay. Um, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, put put a sticky note on the fridge when we get back. But that's, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. That sounds fucking terrifying, but also interesting. Sure. And like, there's a lot of Celtic folklore about people who end up in the other world. And like, live out entire lives and then come back the moment after they first departed or they're just there for a short time and come back hundreds of years later, which is seems very astral to me. And they physically transported themselves. There is kind of the, 
See, now, now, now we're taking the step back because the whole losing time is not, I'm not into that, but <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah, but what that got me thinking about, like, maybe that's where this folklore came from, was people encountering this terror and ending up in the astral. I mean, so, I believe it. The astral has all sorts of terrifying stuff in it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's kind of shaped by what your expectations, like where you end up is shaped by your expectations. So if you expect to find, you know, a green woodland land, and that's what you're going to end up right. and of course, when you get there. And just a quick reminder for you, it leads to the Anima Mundi. Well, excuse me. No, yes. it leads anywhere. Um, uh, what's his face? Can only go to the Anima Mundi. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that'll. Hmm. Okay, yeah, we. I think we have a couple things on our plate first, but sure, yeah. sure, yeah. No, that sounds. But, but that whole thing got me really interested in the Animal Mundi, and I've never been, and I'm kind of getting interested in exploring it. I'm, I'm very curious, but uh, considering what Songbird said when he decided to go out to, uh, actually, I'm trying to remember, Chris, did you actually tell people that you'd gone out to the Aeons? I don't think he did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so nope, yeah, no. that's my little secret. Right. <laughs> Sunbird hasn't told us pretty much Shit. anything. Anything. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. F- from what I've read about the Anima Mundi, the whole ecstatic wind, and it sounds terrifying, but it sounds like a like you it know, sounds go like a bit and of a be prepared. Grinder, but a hell of a ride. Right. Um, Not that bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, you went there with a purpose to go and explore, though, and just kind of wonder. That's going to be a whole other. Might not do it if my gnosis was seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because uh, it's it's worse the higher your gnosis is. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, because I think it, gnosis seven is like every turn. You you have yeah, but you also yeah. are like rolling your gnosis to resist or something like that. I can't remember. It's there. some weird. Yeah, it, it's it a has, weird mechanic. Yeah, uh, it has no analogs to like any other part of the fucking nope. game. Terrific. Have I mentioned how much I love the astral? Anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, network uh, says okay. Um, so but yeah, sticking with that, we'll talk about that later. In the meantime, uh, where in the Temenos do we walk to? Um, well, we're looking for vaults, so we might start with, uh, like, a museum or something. Sure, but we don't pick a museum; we pick a you know, concept. Uh, so we yes. can start with museums and go to vaults, but um, I really like for an or or a bank. Both of which sound absolutely terrifying to try to go from. Here's the front. Now we want to get into the vault. That yes. sounds like it will be a challenge. I'm uh, not it, a mind it, mage. I'm just throwing ideas out there to provide right. inspiration. Um, I mean, unfortunately, like the sheer concept of vaults, that, that kind of is what we're going to be up against, even if we went strongholds or anything like that. Um, yeah, well, let's try banks. Um, I mean... I'll be honest, I've always thought about what it would be like to rob a bank. So um, and extends his his hand out to yours. Uh, and as he does, like his attire shifts a little bit to be very like classic adventurer garb, uh, you know, leather, leather vest, mm-hmm. sword at his hip. Uh, 
<laughs> to the the pixie fairy weird and says, are you ready for an adventure? Absolutely. All right. Um, and leading the way, um, he basically leads you guys along to the Tomatoes, uh, and you find yourselves in an enormous bank, um, or rather at the front lobby of it. Um, the line of tellers is just ridiculous. There's massive people moving. Um, there's areas that are loud with like money counters, you know, heavy, big mechanical ones. Uh, the the flip 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 of like bills um, and just a you know general susurrus of sound uh, network is there in its actual astral form, uh, which uh, I believe we determined was um, oh shoot what did we say its astral form was? Chat and Discord never came by to talk about what they think networks astral of form network? should look like. Yeah, we talked about like a sort of a. Hackery, like mm -hmm, big right. cyberpunk goggles cyberpunk, kind of thing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, standing there. Very, um, shit. What's her name? From Persona Five. Oh, missed that one. Uh, Utaba. Utaba. Thank you, chat. Uh, which doesn't mean much to me, but I'll Google it here in a second. I don't know who that is. Just uh, good. But uh, yeah, uh, kind of looks looks you know from himself over to you, past all the you know dream actors, and says, "Okay, need to get into a vault." Do you think we have an account here? Absolutely. Because because we have a vault, sort mm -hmm. of, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, for sure we do. It's defended and awarded and everything. All right. So um, I think we have a safety deposit box here. Sure. All right. Let's see how that works. Uh, kind of like, uh, you know, shakes himself. Kind of, all right, let's do this. And, you know, moves in uh, with you. And you guys queue. Uh, and in the passing, uh, the, the way time moves in the astral, you queue. Um, and time just flows. And you guys step forward to, you know, the next. And when you finished a dramatically appropriate conversation, it's your turn to go up to the teller. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, step forward and network starts up and goes, actually, uh, I believe you're the account holder. You actually uh, have something in the vault. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Hi, uh, I'd like to check out my safe deposit box. Uh, and the woman who looks like every bank account, you know, man, and you know, primmed up and smiling little little sticker that says, you know, have a nice day. Uh, says, OK, absolutely. And slides a little jar of little lollipops over towards network and says, uh, and what uh, and you know, what name would that be under? Sephiroth. No, I don't seem to have a uh, account under that name. Okay. Um, try weird. With a Y. Uh, interesting. Ah, yes, the rookery. Uh, 
and draws uh, you know, back and you know, kind of stands up and comes around and you know little side and lets you into a large vault and like all this is in this kind of disjointed dreamlike sets of movement. Um, yeah, we don't and, actually walk through; we just kind of end up there. Yeah. Right, uh, and uh, basically, you go from walking there around through this enormous, like building-sized vault door, and there are lines and lines, walls and walls of um, almost like a library in the fact that it has uh, aisles of safety deposit boxes. And uh, she kind of walks along, counting off, and then, ah, here we are. Um, and I s suspect you have a key. Network just casually pulls it out from his pocket, of course. Um, and uh, you, know, you guys kind of look at her. She looks at you and, okay, very well. <laughs> makes her way uh, back up to the front. Uh, Network hands the key over to you and says, I ain't opening it. <laughs> Um, well, we only wanted to get in here so we could find the box we're looking for, right? Sure. But do you want to, you know? Oh, okay. I'll open it up. Yeah. Uh, within, you find two, like, it's a, you know, small little drawer that mm -hmm. slides open. And then Mary Poppins style, you pull out two enormous tomes, um, you know, Big, heavy, leather-bound, ancient, papered grimoires, um, and you know, quick flip open, and they're devoid, empty of any actual information other than, mm -hmm. oh, hey, there are two grimoires in here. All right, and like one on Jesop's fables, the other one is not even horror. labeled that much. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, just a representation of a grimoire. Mm -hmm. Sure. So they look like the old wizard spell book covered in dust sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So quick back back in and and so mm -hmm. network is looking going. Okay. So if that's the information we get about our vault, I guess I can figure out what kind of information we'll be getting about their vault. Now the question is, how do we oh wait, never mind. Uh I figure you can find us the right one. Absolutely. <laughs> I should have prepared. I knew this was going to come. Cool. And while you're doing that, zoop, uh, Chris or Ash? Me. Okay. <laughs> Whoever blinks first. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Songbird, you have a rather enjoyable ride on, you know, the train. I imagine it's a lot of posting to Instagram and social media and being a canthus while you travel, because there's no reason to be songbird while you travel, at least in right. my head. Um, mm -hmm. And you feel the little peripheral mage site tug of passing into the Philadelphia area. Uh, and then you get a text almost immediately. <laughs> and it, it's our, oh boy, hang on. Uh, founding fathers. That's not even the right... Oh my gosh. What is his name? Because he's not one of the founding fathers. Uh, Santiago? Santiago, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Santiago immediately texts you and goes, Welcome back. What's up? 
Uh, going to visit the fathers. All right. Anything I need to know about? Nah. All right. I'm trusting you. Research. Cool. Um, you know, a string of emojis of like good luck, some like big books and like magnifying glass uh, <laughs> stuff, and yeah, just uh, pure unadulterated stream of upside down emoji. Yeah, uh, and so uh, yeah, you uh, make your way to uh, the station, and uh, actually, yeah, where do you head next? Because uh, you you know where that one major guild hall was, uh, mm-hmm. or do you reach out and like arrange a meeting kind of thing? I'm gonna reach out to John Jay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jay picks up. Uh, so we got along well. Yeah. Uh, amazing. The Abri- the most Theorsis Abrimos getting along with the Theorsis. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she picks up and she goes, "Hey, uh, what's up?" Hey, I'm in Philly. Um, was hoping to swing by and maybe ask for a couple favors. I mean, you are welcome to ask, and our doors are always open. You remember the way? Yeah. Okay, cool. We will see you here uh, shortly. I will, you know, uh, make myself somewhat presentable. <laughs> and yeah, you hear Russell of like, she probably wasn't at the Guild Hall and uh, yep. meets meets you there um which uh you know similar to before it is a beehive of activity new projects are moved i mean it has been multiple months well actually past the six month yeah so it's been you know more than half a year since you guys were here projects have moved and like there are some new like walls that have been put up inside the building and they look very like temporary like we're we're walling off this area for whatever reason. Uh, and you did, yeah. Like you can don't go worry home. about it. Yeah. Don't ask any questions. You don't work here. Um, and uh, but yeah, Jay is basically sitting with her feet up and like literally has a magazine in her hands, like is killing time, looks up, sees you, flings it over her shoulder, and goes, thank fucking God. Uh, songbird and like just immediately goes in for like the quick hug and says, OK, Hi. So um, I got I got to I got to admit, I'm not I'm, I'm kind of spooked. Uh, you call when you're already here. <laughs> what, what, what's going on? Is, it, is this all? Well, I mean, I had things to take care of on the train, so. Oh, OK, OK. And you didn't call before the train? Well, it's kind of a spur of the moment decision to come down here, so. OK, no, that's cool. And so spur of the moment and not like skullduggery or anything like that. Okay, no. that makes me feel... I mean, hey, last time you were here, you were sneaking into a seer compound and kicking some ass. So I was just like, hang on, do I need to, like, no. call the SWAT team or something? All right, cool. Um, no, you're good. They're good. So, um, yeah. Uh, what brings you to Philly? Uh, you said research and favors? Yeah, so... Uh, we are still working on our ongoing project of sort of acquiring certain objects. Right, the grimoire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe that uh, a tetrarch has the one that we need. Shit, you guys Within don't a... ever aim low, do you? Okay. No. Uh, wait, but not here in Philly, then. 
Because, no. okay. What? We will know where it will be. Fucking time but. magic bullshit. Okay, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, seeing as uh, your wonderful group here is, in my estimation, one of the most um, accomplished at removing seer influence, and I figure there's probably a lot of information dug up along those lines. I thought I could come ask for some favors and try and figure out some stuff about this person. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, that kind of stuff is not freely available, but readily available for sure. anybody who wants to ask kick some seers. I'm on board. Um, right. So let's... Um, well, let's not do this here because that feels gauche. Uh, and like, <laughs> just immediately like arm in arm grabs you and like up the stairs which previously you guys hadn't gone up to before because you'd been using this stuff down below um and then up to what looks like once you get inside uh one of those like um <clears throat> half glassed um like small offices and mm -hmm. it definitely looks like this is clearly Jay's place. There are like potted plants everywhere. It is like compared to every place else, it's very green and like, uh, you know, very thyrsus. Um, Before and, the, all the plant part, I was I was going to say that, like M's office in Men in Black. Uh, a little bit, yes. Where, like looks out over everything and yeah. Well, imagine like a bunch of those up on that upper level. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she steps in with you, uh, and just immediately like leans back on the, uh, on the desk and goes, okay, so what information are you wanting? Um, uh, that way I can tell you how much it's going to cost you. And like, and, and her face has changed. She's still very friendly, but it's like, all right, discussion time. Serious. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Anything you might know about. Do we have a name of this person? You guys haven't like dug up a name. I don't know anything. Okay. Do we know that they are a tetrarch? You Is know they're a tetrarch, tetrarch that they're tied to that particular uh, pylon. Uh, Out in Seattle. Mm -hmm. sure. So they're the tetrarch attached to, at least partially attached to Seattle. The Panopticon. And they have a teleporting constantly moved something vault of stuff. Interesting. Uh -huh. We've spent a great number of great amount of effort this summer tracking down and trying to hit this vault and basically cleaning up leftovers after it had been moved. Okay. But constantly one step behind. Hence the time magic. Okay, cool. I get this. Um, all right. Um, so basically we're looking for a tetrarch who owns a teleporting, traveling, moving armory of bullshit yeah okay well that at least potentially narrows it down uh right <laughs> okay but I, I i get the uh the gimme okay 
Well, let's. <laughs> I mean, I have I have info about people that used to work under them. Oh, that will definitely help, uh, especially because we can work backwards from there. But okay, right. Um, but vaults and armory of bullshit. I think we have settled on payment um, yeah. because we did this before. And I'll be honest, it worked wonders for us. It worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, so you're after a grimoire. Don't really care about the other shit. Um, I imagine. I mean, right. Right. But I imagine in this particular case, um, we're not going to be the ones necessarily providing bustle because it's not our area. Um, but um and also, if it is a tetrarch, I imagine muscle is probably not the attitude that you're going into this. Going to be more, you know, in and out, smash and grab kind of thing. Because Yeah, grab what we can get kind of thing. Right. Because I imagine you're not trying to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a tetrarch, whether they're actually an archmage or not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she grins. She's like, fuck. Okay. Uh -huh. Yep. All right. I mean, if they're not an archmage. Sure. Then I'm not scared to fight them. Right. But if they but turn out to be. finding out, you know, in the city of Philly, I've heard you have a, uh, you have a phrase that you use down here. It's uh, <laughs> fuck around, find out. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> I don't know. Archmage is, is what I'm interested in. Ooh, okay. Well, hey, it's a uh, yeah. It's a big gamble. It's your thing. Right. Okay. Um. So. Uh, all right. Um. Well, we can immediately throw out. Hey, we don't give a damn about any of their profane, bullshitty artifacts. No. Um. But you know, other stuff that you've got. Uh, okay. Um. And do you know what else is in there? Cool. Based on the size of the buildings that it has been housed in, I would imagine a bit. Also, we're talking Panopticon, so... So, space, yeah. But if they're already using that much of a building... Sure. Um, okay. From my from Songbird's head, it's like if they're already using a big building, then they're probably just making it bigger. So it's like got to be at least this big to right. begin with. With my space doesn't actually have to. My space zero arcana tells me. Yeah. Um, okay. Look, I've watched Weird do some things. It's fine. Like big buildings mean they have much stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Cool. Um, all right. Um, well, I don't want to like you know, hammer out a, a definite agreement unless I had no, I have some information to give you. Right. Um, but um, yeah, um, chill here. Um, do, you, do you have a place to stay here in Philly? Find one. Okay, cool. I mean, Guildhall has a bunkhouse. It's not super comfy, but it's <laughs> it's a bed. So uh, I've slept in worse. Okay, um, cool. Um, uh, uh, Make yourself, well, no, not at home. Semi at home. Yeah. Um, and um, hopefully I get back to you in the next hour or two. Um, if not, I will give you, you know, a heads up on whether or not you need to, you know, crash or head back. Because, I mean, it's not too bad of a 
you know, ride. So, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and so she kind of... Definitely know, go there and back in a day. Yeah. Uh, and so she kind of escorts you back out uh, and cool. you know, kind of pats her shoulder, uh, you know, points out, you know, some of the other folks that, you know, Alexander Hamilton is down there and stuff like that. Uh, wasting time. Right. Uh, and Jay uh, makes her way basically across the upper level uh, back to the big corner office, you know, where steampunk, steampunk grandpa, grandpa say it <laughs> say it uh where benjamin franklin uh basically is set up as you know first among equals uh kind of scenario um and you can see him in there who uh, he gives you a little like you know sup uh kind of thing as jo- and john jay walks me. in and the door opens and ben ben looks up to catch your eye and goes okay <laughs> this is going to be a thing um, and I heard the ping earlier, <laughs> cutting back over to the, uh, the Tumenos real quick. Uh, and then we'll probably end up jumping over to Atretus. Um, so, uh, uh, you do not have unlimited reach. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was the case. Yeah, no, within the, uh, within the astral mind magic has a minus two paradox. Everything else follows all the normal rules of, uh, reach, except that, um, uh, the actors, the dream actors, don't count as sleepers. So you Sorry. can still do magic in front of them, but yeah, you don't get free reach. Um, so do I have two or three free? I'm trying to, I don't know uh, since I've done this. What's, what spell are you casting? I'm doing a combined spell, shifting the odds divination, like I've done before. Okay, uh, so you're going to use uh, shifting the odds because that is your... Um, uh higher that's your fate uh right and so and that's a shifting the odds is what three dots two okay so yeah that gives you uh four free reach three yeah three thank you (laughs) i was like hang on math (laughs) oh wait no wait fate five four Um, yeah four four. yeah okay so i'm good okay it's one plus the difference right yep now bear in mind uh you're pool though uh you're using your time arc okay you've already got it in there cool yeah yeah so 10 minus 5 yep hey there you go um i will take a condition sure um let us go with hmm probably investigation uh but um could also see you uh, doing larceny or that's eh, probably good with larceny. Larceny, yeah, sure, that works. Um, so yeah, you very quickly because uh, what are the four reach there? Uh, what are you putting it into basically? Um, one reach with a quick find on um, shifting the odds. Shifting the odds. Uh, one for instant cast, one advanced duration, and one for the divination of specific question. Sure. Uh, so doing the same thing like divining with the my crystal pendant. Mm-hmm. Cool. To lead us to the the lockbox we're looking for. Right. Oh, and uh, which yantras are you using there? I'm using shadow name and my crystal pendant. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which your crystal pendant you'd probably have in, in the astral for sure. Uh, yeah. cool. You can because you can use any path tool that you've used in the real world. Right. And just whoop, here it is. Dream logic, baby. Love Materialize it. it. I love it. Uh, so yes, um, very quickly whipping that out and following the moving pendant uh, network kind of gives a look around and says, okay, let's be a little more 
subtle about this um, and basically lays hands on the two of you um, and casts incognito presence, uh, yay, <laughs> you know, reduced reach, um, and basically rests his hand on your shoulder um, and just just quietly follows you as you, you know, like I said, you can see your pendant. You're not visible or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And begin to wander and meander um, and multiple times like there's where it's like, okay, we're just going to stand here for a minute as you watch guards patrolling the vaults um, as, you know, and these are like ranging from, you know, kind of rent-a-cop, mall-cop uh, kind of looking folks to some guys who are stationed at like big caged um, uh, Fort Knox soldiers or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, some other more like suited up Bellagio um, secure, you know, very classy looking, uh, but will definitely beat you up behind the, you know, casino style of guards and stuff like that and move through. And while that you had that one large main chamber that you'd walked into moving through, you find other styles of vaults and, um, it takes you a bit just from the sheer nature of like meandering through. And as you travel, you realize that this is area after area after area and they all just kind of blend together and like by themselves are a labyrinth of these right. places uh i'm imagining this is actually like a um an, an hero's journey or a tremendous journey like we're going through different vaults and getting closer and closer to the concept that we're looking for yeah it's you could you could definitely of, look at it that way yeah okay. um uh, because it's it's all just packed in here and it is a vault and it's uh you know designed for you to not get stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you you basically spend a good bit of time, and your spell wears out um, as you basically find yourself standing in. Um, well, actually, before I say that, go ahead and roll gnosis plus fate. Okay, but my duration would have been a week. We'll, we'll, we'll get just to that. Go ahead, roll okay. gnosis plus fate. <laughs> okay, just because divination is a duration spell, right? Uh, gnosis plus fate. Mm-hmm. The composure resolve off this time before I roll. <laughs> <laughs> Not a gigantic die pool. Woo! No, one success. Layla. Oh. She's getting bored. The poor thing. Child. Yeah. <laughs> So, I heard my precious son yodeling a second ago. <laughs> um, yeah, as you are walking through, you realize not so much that the spell ends, so much as that hour of your, um, you'll find it within the hour. And basically there's a combination, and, and feel free to, to get um, creative with me here on this. But basically you start to realize that you're starting to walk some of the same paths. You've seen this section of vaults before and time is hard to keep track of within the astral of like (laughs) have we been actually searching for an hour or and you basically go okay hang on something isn't jiving quite right and that's when you feel and i feel like you can recognize the clash because technically your divination worked 
But the fate aspect of finding this particular thing is like, ooh, hang on. As you kind of pull up and stop, Network goes, uh, what's up? He, uh, so I've been doing this sort of thing in the real world for a long time, and he's he's obfuscating himself in fate. So that's why we always show up just after he's moved rather than when it's where we think it is. Because we've hit him, what, five or six times? Probably that or more, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what he's doing it here in the Tumenos as well. Okay. How do we beat him at his own game? Um, I put a lot more power into the spell. All right. Um, and as you are doing that, uh, I'm, or I'm going to pause Craig for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, like looking about, like I said, you've been circling through the same set of vaults, but not necessarily been directed directly to a lockbox. Yeah. Um, and all these lockboxes are not like numbered or identified by like some obfuscation. Many of them have symbols and words on them. your eyes potentially yes like i mean let's be honest it's mage throwing a spell at everything is (laughs) a-okay but you know thank you chat it's almost like he's much more powerful than you well we knew that yeah but i didn't i wasn't sure that he would reach into the the tomenos to warn himself too or does that just cross boundaries i guess it would just cross boundaries uh meta wise yes yeah because uh, this is this is something akin to occultation, where it's just like you're what? trying to find stuff about me. Fuck off. <laughs> How much duration do I need for the boost? Uh, every basically uh, minus two that you take in duration uh, is going to be uh, plus one to the die roll for a uh, for a clash of bills. Okay, uh, and if I get duration automatically, does that include it count as well? Yeah, like if if it. Yeah, if you are casting a fate spell, that is a yeah, yeah. If its primary factor is uh, duration, then yes. Okay, so I would have had it's a plus two on the die roll or plus one, plus one for every two. How long is the duration? Oh uh, well, it was going to be a week so on the original spell that I cast. So plus two, plus two, yeah. So I'll boost it to a year. I think that's the most you can get, right? Is the five from a year. Mm-hmm. Um, or from here. Does potency help me with the withstand? Uh, the advanced or clash. The advanced, the potency, advanced potency does. Yes. The okay. the reach does. Yes. What else can I do to boost the potency? Or my. Um, That's about clash? it. That's uh, it. about it. It's a willpower. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Do I need instant cast now? If we'll think of Nido Presence or? That's up to you. I mean, Incognito Presence is good. It's really good, but it's not flawless. Okay. Your ritual time is like 10 minutes though, right? Or less? That is yeah. a good question. Is your seven? It's like five minutes. Uh, seven minutes. 
10. I thought it was 10. Uh, find it out. It's 10 because then at 9. Mm-hmm. It goes. Yep. 10 minutes. One minute. Someone has noticed this nine. They have made a conscious decision to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have cracked open every mystery in the world to get all of those arcane beats. <laughs> all right. So overreaching a little bit. Yep. Um, and then ten. The duration six, twelve. Cool. Uh, what are we doing with the reach? Um, is it three mana? Is it three? I mean, you have four paradox. Oh, at, so at well, spend four. Okay. Cool. So just chance die. Nothing happens. So that's ten and two is twelve. Cool. <laughs> And get that mana back if you want. Yep. Um, all right. And then uh, go ahead and roll uh, your Gnosis plus Fate plus uh, the five. Yeah. Um, plus eight. Oh, spending willpower. Yep. Cool. <laughs> well, there you go. Cool. Um, so yeah, with that, and I imagine Weird is like, fuck this guy, the man goes. That's him. right. <laughs> fate off. And to flex my fate muscles. Um, cool. And so yeah, you work. Uh, you take the ten minutes to go ahead and work up the the spell again. This time, I did instant cast. Okay. Uh, and just kind of like, no time crap. Going to focus in on this. Um, and uh, this time, your pendant, you know draws you basically and, and you find yourself walking that same path of vaults um mm-hmm. but this time as you're moving in in one of the chambers you kind of deviate down an aisle um and where yours had been this little small little like almost card catalog little thing that you pull the grimoire out of mary poppins style um these are big heavy duty like locker sized things but it's behind a set of gates with two, um, we'll say, uh, Anubiseth-esque looking guards in full, like, Egyptian, like, attire, big black, you know, staves across them. And looking around at the rest of the stuff, none of this looks like ancient world in like it doesn't look like it's you know uh you know made from sandstone or anything like that but some of these symbols some of these words and names you're like i don't know how to pronounce that okay um it's uh through there Network is 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 next to you, going. Yeah, of, of huh. course it is. Um, of course it is. Okay. Um, well, do you have any idea what those guys are? Pointing at the the two big guards, because I um, don't. Well, I recognize the Egyptian references. 
Um, but the representations of the defenses he has, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the mind expert, but the uh, representations of the defenses he's got on his vault. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're Goetia of some kind. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just... Okay. Are they like from the Stargate series, sort of, Anubis guards? Uh, because I'm really bad about that, but we'll go with okay. probably. Uh, okay. Yeah, think, <laughs> think, you know, think seven foot tall, jackal headed, you know, warriors. Uh, it doesn't look like, uh, not like the, like, oh, they have a weird helmet. No, like, you can see the jaw open, the nostrils flare. Like They're units in Age of Mythology. They're real good. Yeah. Uh, like, they're from the mummy. They're from wow. Like we've seen these guys. These are, you know, aspects, you know, that, you know, we have seen of, you know, dark ancient tomb guardian uh, types. Um, and yeah, we're uh, weird. Sorry, you're weird. Network goes, um, I can try and figure out how to make a deal with them. Or, I mean, I'm all for trying to sneak past them, but I have a feeling like, that might be a bit of a clash, and I don't know if I'm going to handle it anywhere near as well as you do. Yeah. Um, I think if we can do it without alerting them, that's probably going to be better, because he he may have actually been thorough enough to place guards in the Tomenos. So these might actually be guards placed here by him rather than just representations of his actual defenses. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, all right. Well, let me try something. Uh, sure. And fortunately, I well, now have. Hmm? Yeah, he should be able to tell if they're actually Goetia or if they're. Oh, he can right? tell that they're Goetia. Like, okay. Yeah, without a doubt. From a, a glance. Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Because, That's just mine, too. Mm-hmm. Now that I have uh, Network's character sheet in, this is so much easier to do. Uh, I'm just going to throw a quick six dice. I'm not going to mess with his yantras or anything like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Because he's not a player character, so he doesn't get to throw around big, big, scary dice pool. Real Uh, But yeah, he's like, okay. um, No, um, I I kind of poked my head in on, hi, how are you? What's going on? And uh, I didn't like the screaming that came back. So, um, nope. So let's come up with a plan here, weird. Uh, and uh, notably, we'll take a break here because uh, sure. I don't care. Do you guys have a moment to uh, to mm-hmm. maybe figure out what you want to do? Um, I also want some coffee. And poor Ash has just been sitting over there. I'd like to talk to Factory at one point or another. Um, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll pick back up. Um, for Twitch guys, in just a minute, uh, YouTube guys will figure out what happens on Friday uh, as we round out stage one of Plan Recon. I don't know. We got to get a better name than that, guys. And it's like I, I, I appreciate your your concepts, but you got to give me something better than that. Um, <laughs> uh, bad jokes. I apologize. Um, as always, thank you for joining us. Uh, come hang out on Discord, uh, yeetinto.space, um, and join us and chat with us. And you are super welcome. We would love to have you come chat with us. And uh, a, a quick reminder, there's places for you to talk about your own games, and we want to hear about them. Um, 
It is very cool, and I promise I will try to not steal your ideas for our own game. <laughs> uh, but that said, hey, it, if it ends up here, you're doing the same thing that everybody else does. Steal heavily from everybody else's stuff. It's best when you pull from obscure stuff that other people haven't seen, but sometimes you just pull Anubiseth guard people that everyone's like, ah, that's from this thing and this thing and this thing. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes, uh, it is. Yep. Uh, and then if you want to support us monetarily, that's uh, staylucky.club. Uh, come by and uh, support us there. There is a quick reminder. There is a Patreon post. You can come by, vote on the poll, give us some comments about other stuff you would like to see from OA. Um, we've got people talk about, hey, bring in another player, which I've been thinking about for a while. Um, bring in, you know, do some stream stuff like video games and i've thought about doing like a little content creation like hey guys let's make a legacy together uh because that comes up on discord a lot so <laughs> some some different stuff like that we want to know what you guys would actually want to watch uh before we try and do anything uh i mean chris and i already play video games actually all of us play video games uh but chris True. and i like to stream them so like <laughs> we may just do that anyways and if nobody shows up whatever uh uh I mean, hey, we didn't think anybody was ever going to watch this show anyways. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so, uh, again, thank you all for joining us. We will see you uh, right after this Twitch, guys. You two guys will see you on Friday. Stay lucky. <laughs>